I want to take a quick second to say thank you. Thank you to all of you tuning in, to those of you that have been supporting this podcast since the beginning. Your love and continued support means the world to me. And you know what I would love more than anything is if you could share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone that you think would get something out of it. By being able to give this to more people helps the podcast out, helps me be able to keep creating this for you. So make sure you're subscribed so you get all the new episodes each and every week, as well as if you could leave a review you letting me know why you listen and what you love about the podcast, that would be amazing. Let's talk about boundaries. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about... I don't know the rest of the words, but I came up with that jingle a little while ago. Clearly not an original, but I thought it kind of worked, right? Like, let's talk about boundaries... You and me? No? Too awkward? All right. Anyway, if you haven't guessed it, the topic of this week's podcast is boundaries. Fun, right? So exciting. But I bet you a lot of you are listening because a lot of you don't have boundaries. And let me tell you, I lived most of my life not even knowing what boundaries were. So I figured I can't be the only one not knowing what boundaries are. So I just had to do a podcast episode about it. So I hope you guys enjoy. I can't wait to share with you within my boundaries, what boundaries are all about. You're listening to the Anxious Creative Podcast, episode 27. I overthink, I overshare, and I overanalyze. So come explore with me as I chat about business, life, and relationships all through the lens of an anxious creative. Okay, so like I said before, I have lived most of my life not even knowing what boundaries were. Now, I feel like now in my life, how the heck did I not know what boundaries were? I just was clueless. And now on my self-awareness journey, (laughs) I have to do it in that voice because, you know, I'm enlightened somewhat on the journey of enlightenment. It's not about the destination. It's about the journey. I'm super awkward today, guys. Anyway, on my journey, I have realized how important boundaries are. And I'm going to be talking about boundaries a lot in a business sense, but this also applies in life and any sort of relationships that we have. So let's start with boundaries in business because I hear this one so much. I hear her so going, I am so sick of my clients texting me all the time and expecting me to reply right away. Now, I know you don't want to hear this, but we teach people how to treat us. And I say that now because I used to get so upset at my clients for texting me late at night or texting me at all when I told them about online booking. I allowed it to happen. Lots of times I would get, I gave out my number to all my clients because I was friends with all my clients. And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to sit here and say, don't become friends with your clients because that would be completely hypocritical of me. We spend such intimate times with them, you know, like we're touching their hair, their scalp, we're we're washing their hair. It's a very close relationship you get with your clients. So it's hard not to become friends with them. But what I'm saying is setting up the proper boundaries. So my clients used to all have my phone number. That's totally fine. But I didn't communicate clearly with them that it was not to be used for business because I would use it for business. And so when I first introduced online booking, I let them know that that was now how they could take appointments or how I would take appointments was to book online. But I would also say, you know, like my haircuts only take 60 minutes and like your hair I can do in 50 minutes. So when you go to book, if you don't find a time, the system's really strict. It's only going to allow it. It's only going to allow you to book a haircut if there's 60 minutes. So why don't you just text me and I can always squeeze you in. 
mistake. Number one, you guys know where this is going, right? Also, they would text me, of course. And they would then say, Dawn, like, I totally forgot to book ahead of time. It's my bad, but is there any way you can sneak me in? And I used to live my life thinking that if someone asked something of me, I had to say yes. That there was no option of yes or no, but that I had to say yes. I don't know where that came from, if that was from like watching other people be people pleasers or because when I ask a favor of someone, I expect a yes. I'm not really sure. I know I used to be like that because I had no boundaries. Um, So I say I'm a lot. (laughs) I always felt like I had to say yes. I always felt like I had to do it. So I would squeeze them in. I'd be like, you know what? It's right. You're right. I have 50 minutes to do your haircut. And of course, me being newly self-employed did not want to turn away money because I had this fear that at any instant, all my clients could decide they didn't want to see me anymore. So I could not say no because if I say no, they're going to go somewhere else and see somebody else. So I booked them in, right? And that teaches them what, guys? This is like a grade one lesson. It teaches them that they can bypass the online booking at any time, defeating the whole point of online booking. So who was I frustrated with in the end when all my clients were texting me and I was going, oh, like, why do my clients text me about appointments? Why don't they just use online booking? I thought I was frustrated with them. Nah, I was projecting my frustration at myself onto them because who allowed that to happen? Who created the habit? Who continued to let it happen? That's a tough lesson to learn. So like I said before, you guys, we teach people how to treat us. I didn't get it for the longest time. I heard that. It just never clicked. And so maybe you're listening to this right now and you're not, you're like, but Don, you don't know my business or you don't know me and my clients. And I can't just all of a sudden tell them no. And I get that. I totally get that. Setting boundaries where there has never been boundaries before is super fucking hard because people expect, people learn you. People kind of, you know, we become predictable over time. And as much as we all love and change and know that change is an important part of life, we don't always love seeing other people change because it reminds us of where we're not changing sometimes. Or we like the predictability of life and other people. So when we change things, it can feel really abrupt to other people. And I don't think we owe it to anyone to explain our boundaries. But I also know that if we can communicate them well and articulate them well to people, even though we don't owe it to them, it can really help them understand why all of a sudden where there used to be an open door, they're walking into a wall. Does that make sense? Now, without getting too personal and into too much detail, there's been relationships in my life that I've had to set up boundaries. And I tend to go either from one extreme to the next. So because I didn't know what boundaries were and I had none, it used to be this free-flowing, no-boundary zone. Anything and everything could come and go. And in this relationship, I all of a sudden put up very strong boundaries, but I didn't communicate them. And once again, didn't have to. So remember that you don't have to communicate them, but just bear with me in this story. So all of a sudden, those boundaries went up. The other person was super confused, not knowing what was going on, feeling cut off from my life not the funnest feeling, I'm sure. And I don't know if you guys have ever been on the receiving end of that, but it is often and usually, (laughs) did you guys just hear my throat make that weird noise? Um, I just record these like free flow guys. So there's no editing out weird throat noises. (laughs) Um, 
if you've been on the receiving end of boundaries and you're a sensitive person like myself, sometimes we can think that we're, we did something wrong or they're upset at us. But boundaries is all about protecting yourself, not about keeping other people out. Boundaries is putting you first. And us people pleasers, and I know a lot of you guys listening are people pleasers, we have had a hard time learning how to put ourselves first. So all of a sudden, this person in my life felt like I was cutting them out, like I was cutting them off, and that our relationship was null and void. Now, you know, learning boundaries, sometimes, like I said, there was nothing there. It was like an open door. And then it was like, I got drywall, mudded and taped and put a whole wall up. Then as I learned, you kind of have to also teach people what can come and go. It's not about closing the door. It's about showing them where the door is. I hope these analogies work because you guys know that I work best in analogies. So as I learned what can come and what can go, I slowly started to show this person where the door was, where the window was, whatever analogy works, that it wasn't a wall. Maybe I took down a little bit of the drywall and like put in a door and realized that the door is not always open and the door is not always closed, but there is like a time and a place. But I feel like I don't want to speak on behalf of this other person. And do you like how like I am not naming this person? I bet you it's like really piquing your curiosity. Like who is it in her life? And I'm not going to share that because this is part of my personal life. And I'm just going to be super uh, mysterious about that. So at one point I had to have a really tough conversation. And guys, like, I don't know if you saw my meme on, I think it was one of my Instagram stories about like, I get so much anxiety about phone calls. But I had a phone call with this person and I felt like I had not respected my own boundaries and I was feeling sick to my stomach after. Like I was like, oh, I didn't uphold my boundaries. I totally got caught up in things and like let my boundaries go and I'm not happy with myself. And it's probably super confusing for this person where, you know, sometimes they're thinking like, oh, this is what our relationship is or it's maybe back to what it used to be where they're not aware of like the no boundaries, but oh, it like feels good again. And then all of a sudden like, harsh wall. And I felt like, you know what? I need to apologize. Now, this is the tough part because lots of times boundaries, when we feel like people aren't respecting ours, it's that we're not instilling them, but we want to project the blame onto them because we don't want to own responsibility. Does that make sense? I feel like I was pretty articulate there. I feel like that. I kind of sounded smart. Um, maybe I didn't though. Maybe when I re-listen to this and replay it, I'll be like, mm, God, I'll cut that out, Don. It doesn't actually make any sense. Um, so I phoned this person back and said, you know, and like my, I was, my hands were sweating. I was shaking when I get really, really nervous about things like this, my voice trembles and I like couldn't control it. Um, and I used to like practice what I was going to say over and over again and then try to like, that's the ang- anxious person in me and then try to like guess like, okay, if they answer this to this, then I'll say this. But if they answer this, then I'll say this, but okay, wait, maybe they'll say this. And I need, and I always had to have like 10 different outcomes to be prepared for. But I've learned recently that the more I get into that trap, the more anxious and nervous I get. So I just had to pick up the phone and dial their number and call them. You know, not knowing, not being able to control theme in my life, what their response would be, but just going with it and being in the moment and respecting myself first and foremost. So I phoned the back and I said, you know what? I have to apologize. I was like, our conversation that we just had I had very strict boundaries around this one topic and I was not okay with talking about that, but I let myself talk about it. And I'm sorry because that is a boundary for me and that's something I don't want to talk about with you. 
It was super hard to say that. I feel like I'm saying super hard a lot. Um, But it was really difficult changing up the word there. And their response, I think, no, I think what I said then after that was, I have something to say to you and I really need you to listen, but not only listen, I really need you to hear what I'm saying. And so then I said, I was like, I care a lot about you and I really want to have a relationship with you. But I need you to know that these things, these boundaries that I'm putting up are not to keep you out, but to keep me healthy. And then I kind of like went on into some other stuff about how I wanted our relationship to look and letting them know that once again, it's not about keeping you out. This isn't something against you. This is about keeping me healthy because I desire a healthy relationship with you. And their response was really good. Now, I know that not always, you know, they said, I under- I hear you and I understand and thank you. Now, I know that's best case scenario and I know that isn't always how the outcome's going to be. And some people who don't have the same level of self-awareness are going to understand that. And so I get that I got really lucky with that. And not to say that our relationship has been easy breezy ever since, because boundaries aren't just all, all of a sudden understood all the time. And lots of times learning to redevelop a relationship with someone can be really tough. Um, but knowing that once again, that was kind of like a really long tangent on how you don't owe it to anyone to explain your boundaries. You don't have to. But sometimes if you can find a way to articulate it to them where they can understand, it can really help move that relationship forward. Now, going back to business, that's a very personal story, obviously, and you're not necessarily going to have those conversations with your clients. But the more you can educate your clients on your boundaries or on your new way of doing things, the better. And educate them in a soft way. Now, once again, don't let yourself get walked all over, but the more you can let them know that you are doing this to make their experience better, that this is because you are wanting to streamline your business. You're wanting to spend, if we're using the text and online booking example, let them know like, I'm so booked up and I know how hard it is for you to get in. I want to be able to offer more times, but most, so much of my time is getting eaten up with having to text back and forth with my clients. Now, online booking allows me to take those hours of texting and put it into opening up more appointments. Works, huh? That like shows them that you're like doing this for their best interest and yours. That's just an example. But those sorts of things, and if you can really let them know, and then also gently guiding them because people aren't going to hear it once and know what to do. Also, I see a lot of people putting this in their Instagram stories, being like doing like a mass like thing to clients like, hey, I'm no longer accepting texts. I think that's great. But we need to remember with social media, not everybody sees what you post, especially in a story. It's only there for 24 hours. So sending out an email and maybe reminding them a few times. It takes like, think of when you have to create a new habit. It takes a long time to create it. People's knee-jerk reaction and their reflexes are going to take a while to change. So don't get frustrated after you send out one email that some of your clients, I'm just going to go with the texting thing, but it could be anything else, keep texting you. But it's not, and I've also found that you don't want to just reply being like, I don't book appointments through text anymore. Like you, you can, it's your business, do whatever you want. But I am just, I want to help gut, like, how am I trying to say this? I feel like a better response and your clients will understand it a little bit better in a more customer service way would be like, hey, thanks so much for emailing. Um, I wanted to let you know that I am 
guiding everybody over to online booking. Um, so this is where you can find it. Please let me know if you have any questions. I'm happy to help. But for next time, I'll get you to book via online. And that's a really gentle way because it's not about being upset at them for not remembering or upset at them for not doing it that way. It's about teaching them and training them how and what is acceptable. Hey, I just wanted to take a quick break to share something with you. I recently launched seven key steps to grow your clientele and wanted to make sure you've got it. And if you haven't, it's available for free over on dbfreebie.com. And you guys, I know that these steps work. And the reason why I know they work is because these are the steps that got me fully booked months in advance in under three months of moving to Calgary. I've done the trial and error. And believe me, I want to make sure you don't have to. I'm so excited to be sharing this with you. So if you're ready to be fully booked months in advance, head on over to dbfreebie.com. So the easy part is deciding on what your boundaries are going to be. Obviously, you can figure that out. But like I said, it's super hard to put them in place. It's even harder to stay firm in them when you receive pushback. Now, I'm sure you guys have received pushback from boundaries. And I feel like that's the testing moment. You want to be able to be like, you know what? This is the way it is. This is what's going to happen. And as soon as if we're talking business, if we, if as soon as a client's like, but what? Like, what? No, like this isn't how we've done things. I used to cave and crumble. And so what use are boundaries if you don't instill them? And then I'd get frustrated at that client. Like, how dare they push back? But really, it was just me not being confident in it. And I'm not trying to blame myself or you guys or anything, but the more confident we can be in something, the more self-assured and we stick to it, the more it's going to actually work. Because like I said, it's easy to set boundaries. It's hard to keep them. So you can promise yourself you won't check email after 6 p.m., but it takes a lot to let your clients know that you won't be available in the evenings anymore, especially if they're used to getting quick responses to their late night emails. So even if you are checking your emails late at night and that's something you don't want to be doing or knowing that your clients can do, try not to respond back. You don't have to. And I recently did a podcast with my friend Gina Devine, amazing lady. You guys should all go follow her on Instagram. She is the most self-aware, insightful healer. You just, I soak up every word that she says because she is just the real deal. Um, <laughs> little ad there for Gina, but honestly, I love that woman. She is so amazing. Um, totally lost track of what I was going to say. Oh, in our podcast that we did together, I made the example of like, if someone says, oh, I'm going to drop something off at your house, but like, I don't get off work till like 11 at night. I'll just put it in your mailbox cool. They're not expecting you to show up at your door, open the door, have a conversation, talk to them, take your thing back. They're just putting their mailbox and you get to it when you get up in the morning or whenever it's time for you. And so I think we need to start understanding email and text exchange can be similar to that, right? Make sense? So it's super scary to respect your own boundaries because sometimes it means getting uncomfortable and making people unhappy. I hate this. I just want people to like me. And I fear that when people are unhappy, it means they don't like me. Isn't that so silly? Like when I say that out loud, I'm like, Don, that's so silly. I was going to say dumb, but I don't like using that word. Um, but I said it anyway and told you what I was thinking. But it's not dumb. It's silly because people are going to there, there's emotions. There's full spectrum, spec, spectrum, spec. I, wow, 
guys, I think I'm losing my vocabulary. Um, You know what I'm trying to say. There is a full spectrum of emotion and everyone is allowed to feel it. And just because someone may be unhappy does not mean they're unhappy with you or don't like you. Because I know some of you listening are the same as me. So I don't thrive on conflict. I feel uncomfortable. I'm definitely an empath. So I feel other pe- others people's emotions before I feel my own. So I often tend to smooth over their emotions, try and make them feel better. I was just having this conversation today with a client. I We we smooth other people's emotions de- over because their discomfort makes me, me feel uncomfortable or their unhappiness makes me feel unhappy. But oftentimes it isn't until they've left or the interaction's over that I'm by myself that I start to feel my emotions. And so learning to feel my emotions first and not theirs is really hard. And it has taken me, wait, I moved to Calgary four years ago and I am only now learning and my reflexes are changing because it's one thing to learn things in your head. And it takes a whole lot longer for your body to react, to, to, to catch up with it. And that's where the hard part lies with boundaries. And I feel like I'm going off on a tangent here, but it's really hard to catch up. So I used to be a pretty judgmental person and self-righteous. Mm, I grew up in a religious upbringing that tended to be the way of some parts of that that I was a part of. I'm not saying all religious upbringings are like this or even remotely like this. And when I started to realize that I needed to be less judgmental and less self-righteous, it was through humbling experiences that I learned that. But I would find my mind knew that I wanted to be less judgmental and that I wanted to accept more people. But my gut and my knee-jerk reflexes was to judge and be self-righteous. And so then I'd judge myself more because I'd be so upset that that was my reflex. And I remember my therapist talking to me about this. And I've made this example in, I think, a podcast before, maybe a blog post. Um, how she said, Don, if your whole life you've been taught that five plus five equals nine, that's what you believe. And and all of a sudden, if all of a sudden you realize that, wait, five plus five, wow, five plus five equals ten. If you're caught in a quick reaction scenario where someone's like, five plus five, Don, I'm gonna my reflex, because my whole life I've been taught it's nine and I just only realized it's ten, my reflex is gonna be to say to nine, nine, even though I know it's ten. So realizing that like your mind can evolve and learn these things, but it takes a while for your reflexes to catch up. So be gentle with yourself. Know that you're gonna fall back into old habits. When setting boundaries, you're going to have times where you forget to instill them or someone's going to push back and you're going to cave and you're going to be so upset at yourself. doesn't mean you should stop trying. Okay? I'm with you. I feel you. I've been on this journey, still on this journey. It's tough shit. And like I said, it might see, it's easy to blame others and it might be, wow, it might seem easier to avoid it. But the frustration and resentment you feel when your boundaries are crossed over and over it ain't pretty. It takes a lot of self-awareness to step back and realize that you are the reason you're frustrated. I'm sorry to say that, but I know that because that's what I've been through. I used to defer and project all my frustration onto everyone else. So I didn't have to own it. So I didn't feel, it's funny, I'm a control freak, but I didn't want to feel like I had control over that part of my life because I didn't want to have to take control. I didn't want to put the boundaries in place. It's easy to blame others. That resentment and frustration feels so good because it's not your fault. You project that blame onto others at first because you don't want to accept it yourself. And you guys, I am talking to myself just as much as I'm talking to you. But once you own it and you see that you do have power, you can take the power back. I feel like a real motivational speaker right now. Can I get an amen? 
<laughs> Will people like it? Probably not. At least not at first. But creating boundaries is so worth it. You will reap the benefits. You will be healthier because of it. You'll be more satisfied and happy in your life. I do feel like a motivational speaker. But guys, I'm telling you this because this is what I've been through in my life. And it's hard work. And if I can use the gym analogy again, like I use over and over and over again, to have that amazing physique that you crave, it takes friggin' hard work. And lots of people quit before they get there because they go to the gym a couple times a week for like a week. They go, why don't I have this amazing body? It takes work and dedication and practice over and over and over again until that becomes routine, until you start to get the results. And then you know what? You have to maintain those results. I hate that part about working out. I just want to be fit, you know, get fit and stay there. So creating new boundaries or creating boundaries with new people isn't easy, but it's easier because they don't know any different. They may not like it, but unlike people that you already know, they have nothing to compare it to. It's people who know you that will have the hardest time adjusting to your new boundaries. That's a tough one because you kind of always hope, or at least I kind of always hope that the people closest to me are going to be ones that understand the most, but they're the ones that kind of have put you in a box, even like, and most likely you put yourself in a box. Cause I always said, I, I hate that everyone put me in this box. But then I realized that I put myself in that box myself. So creating boundaries with existing people in your life is the real hard work. And you guys, I'm not even joking when that's like pretty much why I sold my house, closed up my salon and moved six hours away to start my life all over. <laughs> like, joking, but kind of serious. It's really hard to put those boundaries into place with existing people in your life. And like I said before, you don't owe it to anyone to explain yourself, but if you are able to, it can really help those people understand and adjust. Now, while in the beginning stages of putting boundaries in my personal life, I didn't have the understanding or the knowledge even to know how to articulate it. So I kind of had to just take a step back from a lot of relationships and work on myself until I could come back and... um really articulate what I had been going through and why I had to set up those boundaries. And I can't promise it'll produce the outcome you guys want. Not everyone will get it. And everyone is on a different path on their journey. But setting these boundaries will cast a lot of light onto the relationships in your life and the people you choose to in your life or work with for that matter. So my little like catchphrase I always like to say, and you've probably seen this on my Instagram if you follow me, Don Bradley Hair, if you're wondering at Don Bradley Hair, those who don't have boundaries won't like when you set them, but set them anyway. And like I said, it might seem easier not to have boundaries. And I totally get it. It probably is easy. It actually is easier because you won't cause any waves. Everyone else stays happy. And that's the other thing. A lack of boundaries tends to keep everyone else happy, but yourself, it's easier to not have boundaries, guys, but you won't be as happy or satisfied. I almost guarantee it. Well, I don't like to make guarantees. But seriously, it's easy not to have boundaries, but you'll be so frustrated. And I know two things about happiness, guys. First, you deserve to be happy. Second, your happiness is your responsibility. No one else's. That's why creating boundaries is up to you. So you might be used to sacrificing, maybe even victimizing yourself because you feel obligated that it's the right or noble thing to do or that there's some sort of expectation you have to maintain, that's tough. And I get it. But that's not reality. In reality, your happiness and thriving makes you a better person in life and in business. 
And don't you and the people in your life deserve the best version of you? I think so. I want the best version of you. So I'm giving you permission right now to start. Because sometimes we need permission and we need to know that we can start at any time. And oftentimes I procrastinate and put things off. If you also like how I sing my words, but there will never be a perfect time to start. Serious guys, never. So start now. Go, if you've got the time, go write down some boundaries, go write down how you're going to deal with them when you get pushed back. That's a really good thing to think about because oftentimes we think, no, I'm going to do this. We don't think about, we think best case scenario that people are going to respect this and go after this and then and be okay with this. But as soon as we get a little bit of pushback, we're like, oh, obviously people don't get the boundaries and I can't do this and I'm just not going to do it. It's just easier not to. So if you are into journaling or take the notes app on your phone, write down the boundaries you need to put into your life, write down what you're going to do when people push back and write down if you're comfortable, how you will explain your boundaries to people. If you feel led to, like I said, you don't have to, you don't owe it to anyone, but it can really help people understand it. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me guys. This was so awesome. I, I'm really passionate about boundaries in life and in business. And if you guys ever have any questions, feel free to send me a message, maybe on Instagram, Facebook, email, website, whatever. But what I would really love, if I could ask pretty please, it is if you love listening to this podcast, if you could make sure you leave a review. That helps this podcast go up in the charts or whatever it's called. It helps more people see it. It helps me bring more of these to you. So why don't you go leave a review? You're on your phone right now, probably listening to this. If you're on iTunes, Google Play, leave a review because I love you. And I really pretty please, please leave a review. You guys rock. Thanks for chatting boundaries with me. I can't wait to chat with you next week.